Things are heating up. He just keeps getting hotter. Whew. In more ways than one. You're lighting all these little fires everywhere. You are the freaking arsonist. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, January 11th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon, and Kristen Davis will be reprising their Sex and the City roles for the new HBO Max series, and just like that. According to an official press release from the streamer, the series, which is slated to start filming in late spring, will follow the three as they navigate their complicated lives and friendships in their 50s. Bridgerton heartthrob and breakout star Reggae Jean Page is addressing those rumors, or hopes and wishes anyway, that he might be the next James Bond. The actor told Jimmy Fallon that having the B word associated with you is like a merit badge. He said he's in, quote, such wonderful company of people who have the badge, but it's just a badge, which totally sounds like something a 007 would say. And veteran soap actor John Riley has died. The General Hospital star, who also appeared on As the World Turns, Sunset Beach, Passions, the original Dallas, and as Kelly Taylor's father on Beverly Hills 90210, was 84. For other news, reviews, interviews, and much more, head over to EW.com. The new season of today's number three pick, The Bachelor, is off and running after last week's premiere, which introduced us to Bachelor Matt James and the many women vying for his affections. This week brings the largest group date in Bachelor history, with 18 women dressing up for a wedding photo shoot, as well as a romantic ride in a 1930s biplane, and you guessed it, Plenty of drama. It seems Matt's adventurous first date with Bree triggers an emotional bombshell among the other women. And that's just the beginning. Here's a preview of what's coming up this season. Everything is about to change. Oh my gosh! You look so fine! We've known Matt for weeks now. Who the f are these random ass hoes coming into the house? Hey! Bitch, what are you doing? They just wanted to save the best for last. I can't even look at you. Like, just go away. People are pissed. I actually was getting messages saying, like, watch out for this girl. This could ruin my entire life. Well, I've heard two different terms going on. I've heard sugar baby and escort. She may be having a transactional relationship with wealthy men. Oh, my god, yes! Hi, Chris. Heather, what are you doing here? You could honestly destroy this whole thing for Matt. I feel like I'm in a dream right now. You already had your shot at a bachelor. Like, go home. That's right. Heather from Colton season, a.k.a. Miss Never Been Kissed, will be showing up later in the season. Things are only going to get more dramatic. Dramatic. Get it? Tune in to ABC Tonight at 8 o'clock to see how week two plays out. Number two. With All-American finally returning for season three next week, the CW is giving fans a little something to tide them over and some inspirational stories that we could all probably use right about now. Premiering tonight, the new docuseries All-American Stories profiles eight athletes who overcame immense obstacles and defied the odds to succeed in their sports. 
Featured athletes include Olympic shot putter and gold medalist Michelle Carter, NFL linebacker Aziz Alshair, and Paralympic cyclist Leo Rogers. Football analyst Yogi Roth will sit down with each athlete as they share their story with additional insights and commentary from Spencer Pacinger, the former NFL player whose life story inspired All-American. And as an extra treat for fans, Monday's premiere will include a special sneak peek at All-American Season 3. It all kicks off tonight at 8 on The CW. We'll reveal today's number one pick shortly, but now EW critic Kristen Baldwin is here to answer the question, what you watching? All right, Kristen, you watch a lot of TV. I'm very curious. What is your pick? My pick right now is a show on Apple TV Plus called Servant. And the first season came out in uh, 2019, and I'm not sure that a lot of people caught on to it. You know, when Apple TV Plus launched, all the focus was really sort of on the morning show, certainly, with uh, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. But this is a half-hour, like, thriller-drama horror situation from M. Night Shyamalan, and it's really beautifully shot, but also really, like, gripping. It's about... um, a family. Like M. M. Night back in his prime kind of gripping? Yes. I mean, there's definitely, okay. like, there's a twist in the beginning, and it is not a spoiler to tell you this because it's kind of the premise of the show. There's a, mm-hmm. a family called the Turners, Dorothy and Sean, and they live in Philadelphia, beautiful brownstone. They hire a young nanny named Leanne, who's 18. She's, you know, from Wisconsin. She's, you know, small town girl. She comes to take care of their baby. Their baby's name is Jericho. Uh, you find out toward, I think, in the middle of the first episode, that Jericho is a doll. He's one of those reborn dolls because, unfortunately, uh, the Turner's baby, Jericho, Uh, died in a way that we don't find out until later. Tragic accident. And Dorothy, who has been suffering from sort of a psychotic break as a result, is this reborn doll is part of her therapy to help her cope with the, the loss. That's like, that sounds crazy, but then it only gets crazier what happens once Leanne gets to the house. And it's incredible, like it's a tightly told and very creepy, intense story, these half hour episodes. It has cliffhangers and suspense. And oh, by the way, Rupert Grant is in it. Um, yes, I was going to and say. And so good. He plays Ronald Do- Weasley. Yeah, he yep. plays Dorothy's brother. Um, she's played by Lauren Ambrose, so they both have the red hair. And he's hilarious and like just, it's you've never seen him like this, and he's incredible in it. So I would just say check it out if you uh, haven't. You can binge the first season, and then, you know, you mm-hmm. could theoretically wait until the entire second season uh, runs and and then binge it all at once because it really is the kind of show that once you get one episode you 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 can't stop watching. Well, people have been doing a lot of binge watches lately, so that uh, is a very good suggestion. As Kristen mentioned, season one of Servant is currently available on Apple TV Plus. Season two debuts this Friday. Thanks so much for the recommendation, Kristen. And that takes us to today's number one pick. But first, a quick break and trivia. It's trivia time. ABC's The Good Doctor is back tonight, which we'll have more on shortly. But today's trivia question is about that show star, Freddie Highmore. His character, Dr. Sean Murphy, features a subtle homage to one of Highmore's earlier roles. Which role is it? Charlie Brenner from the movie Almost Friends, Charlie Bucket from the movie Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or Norman Bates from the TV series Bates Motel. Stick around for that answer and today's number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. 
Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Today in entertainment history, on January 11th, 2010, Simon Cowell announced he would be leaving American Idol after that year's ninth season. Cowell, one of the show's original three judges, said he was leaving to focus on an American version of his UK talent competition show, The X Factor. That series was canceled after three seasons. Cowell later said he was frustrated by the age restrictions for contestants on Idol, which also played a role in his decision to leave. In a 2019 interview, he said, quote, I found the word idol obnoxious, to be honest with you. And why isn't a 35-year-old as great as an 18-year-old? I just got to the point where this is not real, which is why I move on. And now, today's number one pick, The Good Doctor. The ABC medical drama is back tonight with its first new episode since November, and it finds Sean in crises, both personal and professional. Still reeling from the recent loss of his mentee's patient, Sean decides he no longer wants to teach the new residents. Also, on a lighter note, he's a little bit stressed about his girlfriend's birthday. Here's a preview. Leah's birthday, my first gift as her boyfriend, it needs to be awesome. Part of your job as a surgeon is to teach. Stop, you're off course. Step away from the probe. Your job is to supervise your residents, not take over. I'm working to be a better surgeon. A better boyfriend. Better at the things I've chosen. Elsewhere in the episode, an eccentric patient keeps the team entertained. Audrey encounters a young war veteran fighting PTSD, and Claire suggests a radical treatment to help him. EW staff writer Chancellor Agar joins me now to talk about what we can expect tonight. All right, Chance, so Dr. Sean, played by Freddie Highmore, he has been uh, overseeing the new residents, and a patient of one of those residents has died. Dr. Sean is not handling this very well. So how will that affect him in the kind of immediate aftermath? Uh, I can only speak to the to, to the bits in the premiere, but at, at the moment, Sean is sort of very reluctant to continue sort of teaching the residents. I mean, we saw this, we saw this in the bits in the finale when he was talking to Glassman, and he was very concerned that this this he failed because of his autism um and glassman assured him that wasn't the case and yet when we come back for the rest of the season he is still he's still shaken from this and as i said is reluctant to teach and this is a big deal to him because like you said he feels like he failed and of course no doctor wants to fail but as we've kind of seen on the show he takes these failures very personally takes them very much to heart and and which of course you want any doctor to but him him more so than and then a lot of others i think oh uh, yeah definitely and i think it's the, there's a really great moment in the mid-season finale, um, which uh, where Glassman tells him, and I think it's also, this also works as sort of a great sort of uh, reiteration of what was said in the pilot too. Was sort of uh, Glassman says, "Sean, you're great at, at many things, and you will be better than most that a lot of people you work with." 
But then you will also fail at things like some of the people you work with as well, sort of reminding him that, like, one, to not be so hard on himself because he's like the rest of us. He's human, and no matter no matter his amazing skills, like, there will always be times where he falls short, and to not let that sort of stop him or discourage him. And lastly here, Chief of Surgery uh, Dr. Audrey Lim is like so many doctors everywhere in real life dealing with uh, the trauma of COVID and from COVID. So how will we see that manifest here? Um, that's actually the heart of this winter premiere episode, which is actually titled Lim. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's funny. Uh, David Shore, the, the showrunner who also made My Favorite Show House, or one of my favorite, uh, there's this episode in season six called Wilson. That's what 100% focused on Robert Sean Leonard's character and follows him throughout the entire day in like Hugh Laurie's house is like are like bit players in the backgrounds of scenes you know it's all it's showing a different perspective on the show and on the hospital and that's the sort of similar thing we get here and we what we get here is very similar uh the episode's titled limb and christina chang who plays audrey limb is in every single scene of this episode because episode's about is told from her perspective because on the good doctor the the first episodes were centered on the pandemic and then the the show sort of jumped forward into this sort of imaginary world where that has moved on from the pandemic um, yeah, with this episode, we're returning to it and seeing how she's still carrying around this heavy weight from being around so much death uh, in those in 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 the months of the pandemic. Uh, and this episode is really a starting point for the next uh, part of her arc. Because this in this episode is where she's starting to realize that she may be suffering some PTSD or something from those months. Um, and we'll see how that progresses after this episode. Gotcha. All right. Well, that right there is the reason why this is our number one pick today. The Good Doctor airs tonight, 10 o'clock on ABC. Thanks so much, Chance. Thank you. And now the answer to today's trivia question. The Good Doctor star Freddie Highmore's character, Dr. Sean Murphy, features a subtle homage to one of Highmore's earlier roles. Which role is it? Your choices are Charlie Brenner from the movie Almost Friends, Charlie Bucket from the movie Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, or Norman Bates from the TV series Bates Motel. Did your mother help with this one? Because the answer is Norman Bates, who Highmore played on Annie's Bates Motel from 2013 to 2017. The donor wall of the Good Doctor's San Jose St. Bonaventure Hospital features a placard that reads, The Bates Family. That is our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. Be sure to rate and review the show, and of course, follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW, and I'm at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Akalina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.